0: Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. Jalen is a new LSAT Demon Live student who studied with another prep company last summer before switching to self-study with Demon Free in the fall.
1: Jalen says, I really want to take the exam before Logic Games is off in August. It's a section I have the most joy for to master. It's starting to give me anxiety about trying to rush this process, as I haven't regularly took practice exams, and my last practice exam was a 145 a couple months ago, and I started with a 136, period. Whoa, okay couple problems in that sentence. Uh, I really just stick to drilling and reviewing and I was using the free, the free subscription. I finally am able to start the live subscription and desperately want to take the exam before logic games are off. Weird choice of off there, which was also Mm -hmm. in the first sentence. Mm -hmm. I would have said gone, right? Yeah. If I could at least break the one sixties before I would want to sit for the exam period. I have put in a two-week notice at my job, as this is very serious to me. I don't think my chances will be as great without Logic Games on the exam. As I have been drilling, I have grown to really enjoy this section and would hate to take it after August, but just don't know how much improvement I can make before the April and June exams. Really wishing I could have started the Demon sooner. Any advice would be appreciated. This new thing about taking away Logic Games has lit a fire in me to rush. Time is just not on my side.
0: Well, we definitely don't want people rushing this process by any means. It's rushing through the section that reduces your score and your understanding of the test. It's rushing this process that pushes people to accept scores that aren't as good as they could have gotten. Um, I don't want you to rush. I still think you have a decent amount of time. It's January, you have February, you have March, then you could take it in April. Then you have May, you could take it in June. It's a decent amount of time. Um, You seem like a prime candidate to take it both before and after the transition, both before, with games, and maybe after. But that's going to depend a lot on whether or not you can bring your score up to the one sixties by June. I think that's possible, but if you can't, you just absolutely need to accept that that's okay. And you're going to take it later.
1: Yeah. I, I I don't like the two week notice at your job. I mean, this process takes people longer than they think it's going to take them frequently and you need to work. This 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 puts
0: more pressure, right, (laughs) on the timeline. It's like, oh, now you're not getting an income, so there's going to be a limit to how long you can sustain this.
1: Yeah, I mean, people who start at 145 can can often make it into the 160s pretty quickly, but you started at 136 a couple months ago, and oh wait, sorry, you started with a 136 a long time ago. Because you started with another prep company, then you just switched to demon free in the fall. You got a 145 on a practice test a couple months ago. I have no idea where you are now. You're not providing an updated practice exam, so I really don't know where you're actually at.
0: Sounds like she's not taking practice tests. She's just. Yeah, really which drilling. is kind
1: of a mistake. I mean, you don't have to do them all in one sitting, you could do. A section today and a section tomorrow and a section the next day, and then just merge them together to give you a, a 120 to 180 score. And that's what we always recommend people do. So, you know, two months without any new practice test scores to report, that doesn't look like somebody who should be taking the test anytime soon. I mean, it looks like I'm glad I don't think you're planning on taking it in February, which is good. You're planning to take it in April. I guess you're going to study full time for the April exam. I'm not saying you can't make a lot of progress and maybe your job sucked. And if your job sucked, then it's good that you quit. But if your job was good and or or you needed the money, I think I'd prefer that you just keep your job and study 10 hours a week, 15 hours a week and just kind of chip away at it. I, I don't think quitting studying full time and putting a whole bunch of pressure on it is actually going to help you.
0: I agree. Hopefully you can get that job back if it's already been two weeks since you sent us this email um, or find another job. I, you want to put yourself in a position of power. So what does that mean? Don't force yourself to be dependent on LSAC's arbitrary timeline of, hey, we're going to offer the test with two more, you know, two more tests with games and then that's it. That's what they're doing fine, but put yourself in a position of power where you don't care when you take the test. You just keep preparing. If you get to the score that you want to get to, then go take it. Great. Yes. But if you don't, that's okay.
1: Yeah. You, you know, even with perfect games, I still don't think you're going to get into the 160s just from perfect games here. Not, not when you start at 136, not when your most recent practice exam is 145. I don't think you're going to get from 145 into the 160s just from the games. And even when the games is still on the test, which it is for the remaining, you know, February, April, June, uh, there's still a section of reading comp and there's still a section of logical reasoning. And Jalen is struggling a lot on both of those sections. So, you know, you're talking about like, let me rush so that I can get a really good score on one third of the exam, even though I suck at the other two thirds of the exam. Starting in August, you know, the games are going to be gone and it's going to be an additional section of logical reasoning. It'll be two parts LR, one part RC. I, I, it's like only one third of the test is actually changing,
0: I guess is my point. Also, when you think about law school and legal practice, which section do you think is most germane to the legal field?
1: I'd say both L.R. and R.C. I mean, I think I've I think I've said L.R. a lot. In my career, I think over the years I've said L.R. strikes me as the most lawyerly. And it is in a way because you're you're looking at an argument and you're saying, hey, can I get from these facts to this conclusion, which is very law school type of thing, very lawyer type of thing. Mm -hmm. Reading comp though is also extremely law school and extremely lawyer type of thing, because you have to be the master of documents. You just got to clean up your reading and your writing because that's where you're going to be doing battle in law school and beyond.
0: Yeah. So look at this as an opportunity. You're, Trying to improve in games, but you could be improving dramatically in logical reasoning and reading comp, which will allow you to take the test when you're ready, not just some arbitrary time between now and June. Uh, and it's going to make it so that you're better (laughs) prepared for this profession.
1: Yeah. And I would encourage you to just start. I'm, I'm a dick, I guess, for pointing this out, but. I stumbled a lot over Jalen's email as I was trying to read it. There's sentence fragments. There's run on word choices, Mm
0: -hmm. run on sentences,
1: yep. Run on sentences and sentence fragments and bad word choices. And it's just like, okay, this doesn't look like somebody who, you know, based on this one paragraph sample, that's not, it's not lawyer shit. And I I get it. You're you're just firing off an email to some podcasters, and we're we're here to help you. And so you know we're giving you our genuine advice. But part of our advice, I think, is going to be take more time with your reading and your writing because these, I don't know, it's just sloppy. It's indicative of sloppy. It's sloppy use of the English language, and I. I think that that's probably related to why you struggle with reading comp and logical reasoning. I don't know. You think I'm off base
0: there? No, no, no. These are highly tied together. I mean, they're not one-to-one. There are people who crush the LSAT and still don't have the best writing skills. But even then, that's just not the best. There's still a level of clarity that's missing from this email or a level of Attention. attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's attention to detail. And th- that's, that's a big part of what the LSAT is testing. can can you take words seriously? Can you take sentences and arguments seriously? Mm-hmm. And this is a, you know, very casually written, poorly edited. Grammarly never would have permitted you to send this email. And, uh, Again, I don't want to beat you up too bad because you know, I get it. You're just firing off a quick question. You know, you Jalen feels like they're in a rush. Mm-hmm. Time is not on my side. I have to fire off this email with sentence fragments and run on sentences and bad word choices and because I really want to ask this question. And hopefully we answered your question. But I also just want to encourage you that in all of your reading and writing, I think you need to slow down a little bit because I think that that rushing is Causing you to make a lot of the mistakes you're making on the test.
0: It's your fastest. The fastest way to get where you want to get is to slow down.
1: Yes, as is frequently the case on the LSAT. Cool. Thanks, Jalen. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.